0: Welcome to this special Zoom edition of Living Shema, where I am in Houston visiting my in-laws, and Carl is where he always is. That's right. Um, i never leave. I actually sit in the same spot and you know, pray without ceasing. Oh, very spiritual. But if So if you are um, watching this on YouTube, that's why the video is going to be a little weird. Yeah. And if you're listening Ooh. to this on Spotify, you're like, please just get to the content. I don't care about <laughs> this. <laughs> A few episodes ago, more than a few episodes ago, we did a you know, give is better. It mm-hmm. gives better to give than to receive. Yes, indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and so this episode, we actually want to uh, retract that statement. No, I'm just kidding. It, so <laughs> that that's still that's still true. It's still better to give than it's so to receive. So hard to
1: live. So hard
0: to live, that. <laughs> But we want to do a little episode on giving, just kind of in the midst mm-hmm. of. Um, a year that's been tough, and it that's is right. a year that's been tough on most people financially, unless mm. you invested in Bitcoin, <laughs> unless you are really good into, at GameStop and like, put a bunch randomly, of money in that, yeah, yeah, GameStop or like you decided too. to invest in Zoom. That's right. Or yeah. Purell. Things yeah. are looking much better, but we're coming off of a year. But we don't need to make this COVID specific. We're just talking about when things get tough. Oh. Um, in the midst of. Disaster. What is, what is the response of the church? What is the response of the Christian Mm -hmm. individually? Mm -hmm. Kendall and I were very convicted, and uh, maybe to to give a preface, her and I we've never really been in a situation where we are we're strapped for cash. So I don't want to say, hey, you know, we we were dirt poor, and then we, you know, but we. We definitely—I won't share how much money we lost in the fiscal year of 2020, but it wasn't mm. a pretty number. Yeah, and in that, what'd you say?
1: Send <laughs> you had to sell that yacht. I know.
0: Was, <laughs> yeah, we hard. had to sell.
1: It was hard. We had
0: to sell our it was yacht. A tough year. It was a tough we year. only went out <laughs> three times a week. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, but you know, okay, so we're thinking, what do we do? You know, is this—is yeah. this a season of? We need to be really uh worried about about finances and how much we're giving. And you know, we give a certain amount to our church, we give a certain amount to some missionaries, we give a certain amount to the shelter. Oh, we're so good, we're so spiritual. And then all of a sudden we hit hard times. Yeah, yeah, give me a golf clap. But then we hit uh we that's not hard times, but we we go into this this season where things are not great. And, okay, what is our response? And Mm. us personally, we instead of hoarding um, our time and our talents and our treasures, those three T's, or do we continue to give the same amount of those three things and even give some more trusting that God is what he says he he will do? Um, And our, our main passage, I'm talking about Kendall and I as we were thinking about this, was Matthew six thirty three, which is very mm-hmm. which people are very familiar with, but mm-hmm. it says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." What things? Mm-hmm. The kind of the earthly blessings that that you have that God has given to you in order to uh, do the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And we said, "Okay, so if we hoard our money and hold it close to us, are we serving the kingdom of heaven, or are we serving the kingdom of this world?" Are we making ourselves uh, Mm. feel more comfortable, which I think is an illusion, or um, do we continue to give of ourselves knowing that if we seek the kingdom of heaven, that all these things will be added unto us? Mm. That's kind of what we were convicted about and kind of what I want to talk about of just Mm. what is the church's responsibility in disaster, in, Mm. in times that collectively the church is feeling bogged down in? Or the world and then even individually when things happen in our lives that anyone would say you know what that's fair go and go and you know go into your corner and be safe
1: and close those fists baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Tight and tight to that
0: totally justifiable mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh but what what is the christian's response um mm-hmm. when things like that happen
1: i like what you're talking about you know interesting enough emily and i have had the privilege of Testing that, like what happens when you know you're following God's will, and you're you're doing what you're supposed to, and you're like just making what you need to make, and you are barely paying for what you got paid for. So, for instance, there was a time where we were living in a mobile home, and I was pumping septic tanks, and Mm -hmm. um, I was getting paid like very livable wage, but we had a really cold winter. Where we were just flying through that propane. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we're in the rural air se- setting, and you have to buy it uh, a certain amount. And it's not like we're being irresponsible with our money. Um, and so there were times we were just like, man, you know, whew, we don't have like hardly any savings right now. Um, but you think about the season that you're in and how you've been spending your money recently, you're like, okay, cool. And you, sh- you could have, obviously, you know, you could always trim things here or there. But God was always faithful. And, uh, we were still generous with our time we still hosted people we still were tithing and giving our of our money and man i tell you what like god always provided every single time and like we do have like some of those fun stories of like yeah. anonymous money showing up those envelope stories i know yeah. and we had we actually got one envelope that was it was it was a, a computer typed letter so you couldn't read the handwriting right and there was money inside And it was talking about, it was a reference to being faithful. And we were just like, ah, no way, we finally have that story now. You know, so, anyways, that's, but yeah, when times are hard, what do you do? And what comes to mind that old widow that Jesus references, who they, he and the disciples see, who comes in after these wealthy guys come and, and all with all this fanfare, give this, you know, give this money. And then she comes and gives out of her need and Jesus is like she has given more than everyone else cuz she's given out of her need and we we want to we want to be like that because this is not the end in fact scripture tells us as Jesus teaches that we should use this money this unrighteous mammon or the wealth of this world to really build up treasures and wealth in the life to come in the The kingdom to come in our eternal habitation, you know, gain favor with the Lord with what we're doing. It's kind of like, hey, you see what I'm doing, Lord? Yeah, I know. I know you like this. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there you go. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I see you down there, son. (laughs) Okay. You got faith, don't you? You know what I mean? So like. That's exciting. That's the best yeah. part about this. And I think that's the mentality people should have as yeah. we go through the scriptures. It's like, hey, Papa's watching. Holy Papa's watching. So yeah. uh, let's order our lives right. You know? So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And um, there, there's something that I was saying. Oh, I was writing thank you letters to people who had donated to um, an organization that I'm part of. And so. Hmm. Um, and I just was writing the same thing on on each one because I because I thought it was a funny fun idea. But I do a little investing; it's fun, hmm. a little mutual funds here, a little, oh. you know, a little spread them around, you know. And it's all about ROI, return Ooh. on investment. Yeah, right? buddy. And it's all about getting those percentages. So what I wrote in all of the thank you letters is the money that you have given to this, um, you know, biblical organization. It's the best ROI. You get the best return on investment. And it's so you know? true. Yeah. And 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 that's that's from scripture of of mm. uh where are you storing your treasure? Yeah. Are you storing your treasures um in things that are gonna rust and mold? If I'm I gonna put my money into GameStop and, and you know, make all that money that's great. But the truth of the matter is, even though I wouldn't mind if I had done that, um, but the truth <laughs> of the matter is is that if I had done that, all that money, if I were to mm-hmm. then spend it on the, these things that I'm tempted to want mm-hmm. because I've made mm-hmm. all this money, uh, it's all going to burn. It's mm-hmm. all going to burn someday. Or are we giving our money and we we know that that is this, the bonds of heaven. And the mm. stock market that we're putting money in <laughs> is just going up, man. Yeah, It's just sorry, going up. Baby. Yeah. It's so much better than GameStop. Yeah. So much better than Bitcoin. It's so much yeah. more fun. Yeah, because you I get think, to you get to see the kingdom of heaven, and you yeah. get to see the occupancy of heaven start expanding yeah. because of what you're investing in. I, maybe I'm taking the analogy too far, but I I really believe yeah. that it's the best return on investment. Yeah, it's the best well, ROI. Think,
1: I think really in, at the same time too we will, even though sure there's like a an economy of heaven and you know people are rewarded differently I think still we kind of think of it the wrong way uh, yeah, but totally at the very root of things though what we can understand and what Jesus really focuses on and what all scripture focuses on is that hey the wealth of this world is unstable and unreliable yeah. Yeah. and then also if you are seeking that then you're at risk of missing out entirely on the wealth of the inheritance of Jesus Christ that you're qualified for exclusively through faith and letting go of this world and taking a hold of him who became poor, that we might become rich, that is, by faith and the inheritance of the kingdom to come. So one of the biggest illustrations is if you gain the whole world even, Mm -hmm. yet you lose your own soul. Yeah. Like what's the what's the whole point of that? Like yeah. What's the point of of yeah. of the greatest wealth you could have? I think about Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. who was great in this world, and he pursued it with all of his being and accomplished and ach- wonders.
0: He, 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 ach- and he achieved. He achieved what he was pursuing. Yes. There's that famous poem or whatever mm. passage mm. that says, "And Alexander the Great looked out onto the world that he had conquered." And he wept because there's nothing left to conquer.
1: Isn't that so sad? Yeah. But see, when Jesus conquers everything, there is no weeping. Yeah. There's no weeping for him. There's only if, any, if there's any weeping, it's for joy, yeah. because when he conquers everything, he's going to institute a beauty and an order that's beyond our wildest dreams right. that we will see one day. So let's yeah. talk about this kingdom that we're supposed to be holding on, even the kingdom and the righteousness that we ought to be seeking. Yeah, what's the passage that we're
0: looking at? Bring us in. Let's say We're going. Mm. Let's go. Luke twelve, mm-hmm. and this is first. Is the parable? Tell me about the parable that Jesus yeah. says. So Jesus is speaking. Mm yeah
1: okay so at the beginning of luke chapter 12 i should say kind of like the middle starting verse 13 we're just going to paraphrase it you read it at home but he goes into this person is spurred by this young man who's like lord right he says specifically master speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me so Mm -hmm. there's the inheritance of the world a carnal inheritance presumably somebody died dad right and so brother probably firstborn uh, isn't sharing the inheritance, right? And so it's just like, hey, tell him to, to, come on, give some of that to me. And <laughs> he says it to him, man, who made me judge or a divider over you? And he said to them, take heed, that's right, beware, and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. And then he goes on to talk about this rich farmer who becomes rich seemingly by chance, which is the Lord's provision, Mm -hmm. when he plants seed with the help of his labors, is presumed. And then it yields like unbelievable return. And so he thinks to himself, whoa, I have enough to sit back and to take it easy for the rest of my life. I can retire. I don't have to work ever again. And the Lord essentially rebukes him and says, you fool. Today your life is required of you. Oop. So he's gonna die, right? Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that that's that, that, that person who's rich, not just rich, but who's rich in this world and not rich towards God, that person should beware. So mm-hmm. he goes in to start talking about this very concern, at least as Matthew, excuse me, as Luke focuses on right after that parable. Mm-hmm. He's gonna talk about Why we shouldn't really take care or be anxious for or even think that much about how we're going to provide for ourselves. But we should think most importantly, chiefly, about how we're going to pursue the righteousness of God, even the advancement of his kingdom. That is the will of our father in the example of the Lord Jesus by the power of the Spirit. So, Mm -hmm. I guess we can do a little bit of reading. What do you say, my brother? Sure, sure, sure. All right, starting at verse 29, he says, and seek not you what you shall eat or what you shall drink, neither be you doubtful of mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your father knoweth that you have need of these things. That's Food, clothing, right? Water. But rather, seek you the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that you have, and give alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that faileth not, Where no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupteth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, let me be clear. When I'm using the return on investment analogy, I'm not saying put $100 in heaven and when you get there, you're going to have $100,000 in heaven dollars, you know, in heaven bucks. But the return on investment that you get mm. is the knowing that when we are using our monetary wealth mm. to uh further the kingdom mm. the the treasure the re- the investment that we that we're getting is is God's glory being enacted mm. through us is us being used mm. as tools mm. which i can't overstate how how important and wonderful that is. Mm. I lose it all the time of just like, well, I'd rather have Mm. whatever it is. Mm. Um, But where, for where your treasure is, there, your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, that is at just the core of what it means to live Shema and to love God and to love others, mm. and to put our treasures into those two things. God being foremost, and an overflow of that, it affecting others, and it shows the world where our heart is. Mm. And when the world sees where our heart is, when they see our heart, they see God they yeah. see the glory of God and they begin to realize that there's something special about this God that we believe yeah. in there's something special yeah. about this Jesus that we worship mm. there's something special because of the way that we when disaster hits and things aren't going well we don't just hoard all of our possessions but instead we say no i'm going to i'm going to continue to love God and love others yeah. also yeah. hear me too it's starting to sound a little prosperity gospel. You know? Sow your seed. Do you know do this. If you're
1: I know re- somebody here has a thousand dollars in the name of Jesus. Can I yeah. get somebody with a thousand dollars?
0: Yeah, and if you want, we'll give you the living Shema Venmo, which we don't have. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. We don't want your money. Um No, that's not I'm not saying be reckless with your money. I'm sure. saying use your money to glorify God. Yeah. And don't yeah. Never let a worldly thing um, prevent you from using that which has been given to you to glorify God. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I've been given a thousand dollars a month, and something happened, and now I can't give a thousand dollars a month. Ah, just take some credit out. Be reckless. Be crazy. <laughs> we're not. We're not telling you to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But we are saying that when there's an opportunity to glorify God with that which you have, that shows the world where your heart is. Yeah, um, That shows the world where your treasure is. Yeah, and That shows the world Jesus. Yeah.
1: I think that's really good, too. Uh, two notes. One, a note about giving wisely. Number one, if you ask mm-hmm. God for wisdom and you believe that you receive it, the promise is through James and many other places in Scripture that you will receive that guidance from the Lord. And when we're seeking God's kingdom, he gives us a plan that we can follow. He gives us an inclination of how we should be giving chiefly through making known, needs known to us, right? Mm-hmm. So if we love the saints, right? If we're loving one another, do good unto all men, right? Galatians 6, but especially the household of faith. Yes. Because when we love one another, that's how the world sees and goes, wait a second, they have mm-hmm. one mind. But yeah. also there's something to be said about that covetous idea. Like no. I think there's so many people who are Christians who are trying to follow the Lord Jesus, but they might be in danger of falling into the kind of like being the 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 ground. They have a heart that's just contaminated with thorns and thistles that choke out the seed of God. And this is a deception, that you got these problems that steal your focus and you think that money's gonna be the answer. Mm -hmm. Possession's gonna be the answer. Something in this world that you hustle for is gonna be the answer. Mm -hmm. And that has really worked its way into Christianity since Jesus left and before he even got here, right? It was in Judaism and now it's in uh, contemporary Christianity. I mean, it's been in a part of this the whole time has been that, it, you're going to have this breakthrough where you're going to be wealthy, independently wealthy, and then you can be the giver. Yeah. But the truth is, you give today. You have an opportunity to give today. And so I think a lot of people get trapped there because they don't understand that in faith, the joy comes When we obey God and loving one another with what we have right now. And when we start to walk in maturity, that is we experience God providing for our needs, Mm -hmm. right? Unflinchingly. It's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. So we start to experience the kingdom that's in us. And we start to experience that oneness. We don't have any fear about lacking. And so then we can devote ourselves to growing in a knowledge of Jesus Christ and the grace that's been bestowed upon us to be like him and to walk even as he walked. Then you really don't doubt any longer. And that's what we read, right? In that 12th chapter, he says, don't be doubtful. right don't be doubtful and that's the tough part a lot of us a lot of us are still kind of like baby christians who haven't gotten off that milk yet and we haven't started eating the meat and walking and contributing to the body of christ and i want to challenge people right now that it's time to start believing god walking by faith give i mean the basics just give give a tenth of what you have it's like a tribute i know the new testament doesn't say you should give a tenth whatever hey why don't you just try that little model it's just a tribute to the lord it's just a way you can say to god i trust you i love you you said you're my reward you said you're my shield all right then i am down with you jesus i'm mm-hmm. a road which i'm a rock with you god all right let's do it together and then you go whoa but man when we follow god and we walk in it mm, he's gonna bless us in a way that's bigger than money baby
0: yeah i'm telling you it's heaven's ROI. It's, un- <laughs> it's unbeatable. Yeah, don't don't be putting all your money in uh, in that GameStop stock. You know,
1: it ain't gonna bump again, anyways. Yep,
0: yep. Heaven's ROI. And what Let's is go. what is the return of investment? It's God's kingdom. It's Amen. God's glory. It's Amen. God giving you Himself. Mm. Mm. So give, Amen. give, and watch watch that. Watch it explode in ways that is so much better than uh, than a fat cat stock (laughs) Living Shema is produced by Benjamin Foote and Carl Wellborn jr Our intro and outro music was produced by Jason Vaughn if you have a question comment or quip please contact us via email at livingshemaofficial at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.